Welcome to the Move the Stairs podcast by the Denver-based public relations strategist at MNC Communications. We help clients from the CBD industry to nonprofits and beyond tackle their toughest communications challenges and protect their brand using our state-of-the-art tools and strategies. I'm president and founder, Diane Mulligan. For us, public relations is all about brand protection. We are experts in growing active communities, deflecting negative public relations, and building trust to help our clients stand head and shoulders above competitors. I'm Vice President Sarah Beatty. We're all former journalists. We've been in front of the camera and behind the scenes. We call our experience insider media relations, helping clients turn crisis communications and media relations challenges into opportunities that bolster the bottom line. And I'm PR manager Jordan Sherman. At MNC, we craft distinctive and effective solutions for your communications challenges. We call it our Move the Stairs philosophy. On this podcast, we share our best ideas for brand protection, crisis communications, media relations, and more. Let's get right to it. This week's Move the Stairs podcast. Today, we're talking about how you can use tools to make your social video, social media video production really sing. And we're going to break down everything from the easiest to the hardest. It's going to be a really cool time. Um, and if you want to just do basic video, that's great. But if you want to like roll out the red carpet and really show something spectacular by the end of our discussion today, you're going to know the tools and, and it's not going to be really expensive just so you know too, or super hard, but the tools that can really make your production sing. So as usual, we're going to divide this into four topics for the first 15 minutes. So since we're talking about video, right, and we're kind of, you know, talking about the movies a little bit, we have decided to break this up into stars. So um, for the first 15 minutes, uh, we're talking about one star, one star level video production. Um, that's where, you know, you can use the tools that you really have on hand. They're not expensive. You probably have them already. Um, and then at 15 minutes, we're going to be talking about two star production. So this is where you're taking your social media video production up a notch and a little bit of planning, a little bit of know-how goes a long way. Absolutely. So when you get into your three stars at half past the hour, this is where things start to really get intricate. You're going to begin to put some serious thought into not only what you're shooting, but also the means of production and editing quality behind it. And then finally, to round out the hour at 45 minutes, we're going to be talking about the four-star approach to turning that video content on social media into absolute gold. So if you're joining us on Facebook today, please put your questions in because we'd love to answer them right now while you're thinking about them. Um, And if you're joining us later on um, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you're watching this, just email us your questions. We'll get back to you right away um, because we'd love to have that interaction. It's it's probably the best part of what we do. Yeah. And keep in mind, as usual, I'm going to find my camera. know where your camera is it's funny because it, it's it's different because we're in the in the three box so i can't quite tell where to where to highlight this but we've got a downloadable one sheet um with the one two three and four star approach um a list of some super handy um tools and uh items that you might want to invest in um to take your social media video up each step. So make sure to visit the blog and get that downloadable one sheet. So let's get right to it. Let's start with the one star. Well, we got to talk about some move the stairs first. Absolutely. So we want you to move the stairs with your social, mid social, social. Oh my goodness gracious. It's it is still Friday. Is that wildfire smoke? What the heck was that? (laughs) (laughs) All right. You work with what you've got, basically. (laughs) You be as creative as possible, and you get the best, greatest outcomes because you're thinking. Sometimes you have to think within the box. So 
you start with in the box. So the, the story very quickly is I was a television news producer. It was one of the first times I was out doing um, on location, um, putting together a, a program. And uh, it was John McCain's re-election. We knew he was going to win. Um, so the key was that night when he made his acceptance speech, we had to get him first at the televis television station that I was working at. Um, when I went into this big ballroom where he was going to make his acceptance speech and I looked at the riser and I looked at the podium, there were these stairs, but they were heading towards my competition. Oh, no, we've lost Diane. She'll jump back in. Hang on. Hang on. Here she is. I didn't even do anything, man. I didn't <laughs> you were there and then that you were gone. All of a sudden, I went, whoop. It was anyway. like... It was like how you made John McCain appear right where you needed him that night. <laughs> anyway, so if you're with John McCain, he's going to show up. The stairs are going the wrong way. They they basically bolt into the podium. I unbolted the stairs and moved them to my side. That's the quick story. We won that night. We got him first. We had him for quite a while. <laughs> so what I want you to do is if you go out in your video, look down and find out if you get yourself in right away, that's moving the stairs. Whatever the situation is, <laughs> think quickly. Think on your feet. Think about what you have that can give you an edge because other people aren't thinking that hard or what I find mostly is other people are the if only people. If only we had this or if only we had that. We are not the if only people here at MNC. Really believe that really put your mind to it. Lots of times you can come up with creative solutions that the average Joe wouldn't come up with because we're the if only people. So move the stairs, don't be if only, and let's see how we can do that today with social media video. I think this is a really great topic, especially when you're talking about moving the stairs, because not everybody has all of the fancy pants equipment. Okay. We don't have the, uh, the Hollywood cameras and the CGI and everything like that. When we're looking at making some really good and impactful social media videos. So when we're talking about kind of the one star approach, everybody's got one of these, right? Right. Right. Here's the one star approach. That's right. It's your cell phone. Even uh, even my phone, Diane's got a um, an Android. So it doesn't matter. As long as you have a smartphone, you can turn some meaningful social media content. Now, I don't want you to look at this one star thing and say, well, it's uh, it's not very good because it's only all I have is my phone. You can still do some pretty cool things with your phone because they've gotten so much better. I mean, <laughs> do you guys remember? Maybe, I don't know, 15 oh, do years I ago. I remember. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My first cell phone was bigger than a purse and weighed more than 10 pounds. That was my first cell phone. It was huge. Um, and and you got it for free if you bought enough clothes at Bullock's, which is no longer even around. So I went and bought two suits, and I got this. But I mean, we can't fit it. It could not fit. In the picture that I'm in right now, it was not this big. <laughs> it was like this big and this high, and it had it was like a, um, a a a camera case. It was so big, and it weighed a ton, and it didn't get and it wasn't smart. I mean, we're lucky if you dialed and you got through and you could understand what the other. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't taking any pictures or video, that's for sure. Right. But all of our phones right now, they can do that. And if you do it the proper way, you can actually turn some pretty neat stuff. Can I say one thing? So I really try to learn the camera functions on my phone because there are so many functions that people don't use. And my favorite one is the timer, especially if you're going to take a picture. I love that 10 seconds where you're holding it and you're getting, and then you're ready. Um, and so that's one of my favorite things is to use the timer. And so you're, and the other thing is if you, if you push the button and you use the timer, then your hand is down and you're posed. Mm -hmm. And that's a very good thing. So just throwing that out there. I love my timer. <laughs> well, really what we're all talking about here is get your phone out and get to know it, know what it does, know what the tools are on it, play with it, mess around with it really get to know it before you uh, need to go out and produce something with it. Because I'll tell you what, Jordan, you and I, you, you tease that you have a dinosaur iPhone 8. Well, so do I. Oh, and you I'll tell too? you what, uh -huh, both of us have ah. shot video on our cell phones that have ended up 
on the media, on TV, in the Denver market, right? With our cell phones, we have shot video. So this is something that absolutely you can do. So just as you are um, thinking about producing video with your cell phone, start by thinking, how is this video going to be used? If it is going to be used only on social media, so a selfie or, um, you know, maybe you're a realtor and you're walking through one of your houses and you're flipping back and forth between saying, oh, look, this beautiful view from the living room. And now take a look at the kitchen and you flip it around. You are holding your phone like this the whole time. Right. But if and you're that, think about the panorama um, function that you have on your phone, if you're doing something like that. So that you could put something up and somebody can go like this and look around where you are. That's a really cool thing, too. I love that. Yeah, that's a perfect one. If you are shooting um, still photos that you're going to put on social media, if you are shooting video, by the way, and we see this somewhat frequently, you got to pick one or t'other, as my grandmother would say. Mm -hmm. So you cannot start a social media live this way and say, you know what? Really, you got to see this view. It's gorgeous. Look at all that. Not going to work. You pick one, right? Mm-hmm. You pick one or the other because it's 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 not going to flip aspect ratio between the two. If you are shooting video where you might um, edit this later and you might do um, something that ends up on YouTube, YouTube likes video that goes this way. So you need to be thinking about this is the one star because you're using just what you've got in your own pocket anyway but you are thinking ahead. How is this video gonna be used? And where is my audience gonna run into this video? So you're thinking about how your audience is gonna be looking at this. If it's only designed to be on their phones, how are we all flipping through our phones, right? It's like this. We're not turning, I'm never ever in a million years gonna turn my phone like this to watch your, you know, our tour through the house or whatever it is. So you're going to shoot vertically, uh, you know, just to make sure that that that's the way that most people are going to be viewing that content on their phones. Absolutely. So depending on what type of business or brand you have, um, the one star approach may or may not be for you. You want to may want to take it up a little, but generally you want quality video to share on your page. Um, nothing shaky. That's really, really important. So we're going to talk to you a little bit about how you can really make a difference with shaky video. Um, you want it to be clear and crisp sound. Again, that's something else that we're going to talk to you about where you can take this up just a notch very easily and really make a difference. Um, and you want these great visuals to really tell a story. So how you shoot your video is also going to be really important. Um, now, if you're using the story feature, on Facebook or Instagram, that's a little bit different. That's like a behind the scenes feel. So you're taking people inside, that doesn't need to be nearly as professionally done um, when you're doing the, the story. So think about what are you, where are you putting this video? What is it really for? And, and how do you wanna engage your audience? And that's going to tell you whether or not you need to do more or less as far as your production quality and how much time and effort that you want to be doing in there. Uh, Twitter, generally, um, video uh, video media does better than plain text or photos. However, Twitter, once you post it, it's pretty much gone. I mean, it's visible for just a few minutes. It just minutes. gets crushed under yeah. all of the other yeah. Twitter content. People are just scrolling, right? So they may stop and watch, but then they're going to keep going. Whereas with Facebook, they may go back time and time again, and you might be able to repurpose that video. So you don't need to put so much time and effort, I think, into your uh, into your Twitter. Um, and you want to make sure you want to understand that your engagement is not going to increase that much on Twitter as it would on Facebook or Instagram if you're doing this. Now, speaking of Instagram, I think it's a really nice platform uh, to get yourself started with this sort of one star approach and just using your phone, Uh, especially as Diane, as you mentioned, using that story feature because Facebook and Instagram are very similar in that they both have that story feature. So it's people's safe place. So they're a little more forgiving about, you know, if the video is not maybe professional quality and you're just having fun behind the scenes, kind of showing off what's happening at the uh, at the office or the company or showcasing your brand. And by the way, if you're smart, you will link your Instagram 
to your Facebook so that when you share an Instagram story, it'll push it downhill toward your Facebook page. So it kind of kills two birds with one stone. It's a really, really good thing to do. This is also a pretty good technique to use TikTok. Guys, we got it. We're talking TikTok. I love that. I love that. I, I started watching TikTok this summer. My, my son was home from college and, and I have to be really careful because it's kind of addictive. So you can lose a lot of time. You can go down a TikTok rabbit hole. You absolutely can. <laughs> But it's a great platform to use this approach because that's what a lot of people do. They're not setting up professional shoots to record their videos. They're just using their phone and maybe some two-star techniques. And we'll talk about those in a couple of minutes. But think of TikToks as like your Instagram story. Um, they can be up to 15 seconds long, but you can actually stitch four of them together. Uh, so you can have a total of one minute of kind of continuous streaming for one total TikTok. And I think it's a fun way to maybe engage, especially the younger audience, if that's right. what your business or brand caters to. Yeah. Exactly. Really to exactly. Um, I, I would absolutely be on this platform. I think you're missing out big time if you're not. Well, and with, with Microsoft, I mean, I was watching today on CNBC with Microsoft and Walmart or um, somebody else. There's another Oracle. Group. Oracle, Oracle yeah. right? Yeah. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with TikTok in the next six months because it's not going away. Enough, <laughs> you, at, you know, Microsoft bought LinkedIn. And if you look at the explosion in LinkedIn since Microsoft bought it, part of that is because stay at home and business to business and all the other things that are going mm -hmm. on. But the but the bottom line um, is that uh, the, the number of eyeballs now on LinkedIn has exploded, um, absolutely exploded in the past year. So I'm, I'm very interested to see what happens with TikTok. Well, and speaking of LinkedIn, um, you absolutely can post video to LinkedIn uh, with a caveat or two. This is not the place, uh, as LinkedIn is not the place for your cat videos or your cat pictures <laughs> or your, you know, naked baby pictures or whatever it is. Um, LinkedIn is not the place for your sort of goofy uh, behind the scenes. It's not the place for... Um, it's not cooking hey, just, or gardening or any of that now, stuff, right? Yeah. Now, you think of LinkedIn as your um, your or your business's resume page, right? This is where you want to look your best, sound your best, um, you know, put your best foot forward. And, you know, we post these uh, Move the Stairs videos to LinkedIn, but we do it um, inside an article, um, so that, you know, there's some explainer around it. So it's it's uh, a piece of the information that we're posting, not just a, a video link in and of itself. So you can absolutely take your one-star production and you can um, leverage that into LinkedIn. Just think very, very carefully about um, the content that you're putting out there and, and what it looks like and what it says about you and your business. It's not so YouTube. No, it's not. And, you know, we always talk about the MNC3 um, when you're communicating um, in business, whether it's your best friend, it's your worst enemy, who, or you could say your competitor in there or your grandmother. I always like to think about that when I'm posting on LinkedIn as well. My competitors are looking at what I'm posting on LinkedIn. Um, so how am I going to look and how am I going to present myself? Um, and I think that's really, really important of those MNC3 Always think about the types of people who are going to be looking. It's potential clients. It's clients. So you want to make sure you have your very best face forward for your clients. Um, and it's also your competitors. So think about that. And that's where you want to make sure what you put up there is extremely credible. So let's go to two stars. Let's take this up a notch. What is our two-star production? And, and remember, we have the downloadable one sheet. So feel free to download that one sheet um, where you're going to plan your initial video, right? You're going to talk about your video production strategy on there, and then you're going to look at the tools that you need um, as you get more comfortable with the equipment. So um, it's time to get a little bit more thoughtful about our approach. And the reality is it's not too difficult. I mean, there are a number of very inexpensive ways to take this up a notch. Um, and really make a difference from the one-star level to the two-star level. And as as a PR firm, um, we think about what where we are. You know, we post just about every day for MNC. 
that's probably going to be closer to a one star. But when we're out with a client, we're always thinking, can we take this to the next level? So I think that's really important. And there's a few things that come to mind. Um, lighting is incredibly important. Um, Sarah has this great technique which she's going to talk about, but I want you to see if you can, if you can see the difference. Oh, it's not. I was hoping it's, but it's not. Anyway, um, but lighting is really important. I think about when I'm doing these, um, which side of my face has the light? I have a wonderful window on one side, so I have a light on the other side, so I don't give you the phantom of the upper look where I'm completely dark on one side of my face. You can see one side, this side is darker. That's okay. It gives me a little bit, especially at my age, it gives me a little bit of softness, which is really important right now. Um, but we can, so, your, we can see both eyes, right? right? Exactly. Right. That's to me I was the, just telling them the other day, this is my, no, sorry, I'm backwards. This is my driving side of my face. <laughs> this side of my face from, I get, it's backwards in streaming, it makes it crazy. This side is not where, it is not the better side of my face. We'll put it that way. There's a little bit more age going on on that one side. So I'm going to highlight the side that doesn't have as many wrinkles. And I did, I did that on purpose. I mean, I thought about that um, because I don't want you thinking about, man, how old is she? Unless, of course, I'm talking about it. When you're, when you're watching me speak, but the lighting definitely can help hide some things, which is really, really nice. So you do want to think about that. So Sarah, 20 years in video production. Let's hit them with the, the two-star <laughs> tools. Well, lighting is one of those things that um, if it's done well, you don't notice it, right? It's sort of like a frame on a picture. If it's well-framed, you don't notice the frame, you only notice the art. So lighting, if it's done well, you don't notice the lighting, but um, it makes people pay attention to your message because if you don't have great lighting, um, they're distracted with your appearance. So if you've got great lighting, it just looks like, Wow, she got a great night's sleep, and boy, lost a couple of pounds, and that hair looks pretty good, right? The light that comes from under here, always. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit, yeah. So you know, unless you're Jordan, and it doesn't matter because he's got the spot. He's got that wonderful uh, rugged, you know, handsome beard, and I so can he, hide my many chins. You can hide them. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So there's a couple of things that you can use. And I've got I've got a couple of them. I can't show one because it's suction cup to the back of my computer, but I can show you this one, which is about 20 bucks. It was like $19, I think, on Amazon. And um, it's just a clip on light. Now, this is something that you can stick on your phone and you can, um, you know, just give yourself a little bit of light. You know, as you're maybe in a darker if you're a realtor and you're walking through a house where they don't have you know lights in every corner. You know, that's a great solution and it's cheap and it's small. You can stick this in your computer bag. You can stick it in your purse. Easy, cheap, inexpensive. I've got one. Uh, I just actually got it a, a, a few days ago, this um, Lume Cube. And, the, you know, there you see them um, on Instagram. See, like if I take that off, do you see how that lighting? I know oh, there are those pounds, but those are pretty cheap. They're about 70 bucks. Um, and it just sticks to the back of your computer and see, isn't that nice? It just kind of softens up and gives you a little bit of warmth, you know, especially the skin color. So those are about 70 bucks. So if you have a few more dollars to spend, and this is something because we are on our computers doing video from now till we don't know when, um, that was a, that was a reasonable investment of 70 bucks. You can also for $0, you can take a desk lamp and you can put it sort of behind, you know, or on the side of your computer and you can take a white sheet of paper, lay it on your desk and you can bounce the light from your desk lamp up and just give you a little bit of a little bit of light, a little bit of fill from um, there I go using 20 year video production terms, but a little <laughs> bit of fill from the light bouncing off that white piece of paper. So you can go from no dollars to about 70 bucks, which I think is you know, really a uh, reasonable expense if you're uh, investing in that two-star video level. Absolutely. Yeah, I think the other thing that comes to mind here, at least for me, is how do you sound? Um, this is where you're starting to get a little more intricate. Yeah, absolutely. So 
most people are relying on, you know, the sound from their iPhone. Problem is, depending on where the audio is being picked up from, if you're trying to chat with somebody, it may only be picking up your auto audio primarily, and they may sound like they're so far away. And it doesn't sound good. And it only comes in on one audio channel too. So it's not like you can edit that. So the next kind of solution here, yes, you only get one audio channel, but if you get one of those um, audio inputs, um, either cordless or corded lav mics, oh my goodness, that makes so much of a difference. And how much time does, I mean, how many times are we shooting in where there's ambient noise? We shoot a lot of casino, right? Think of all the noise that there is in the casino. You want to hear what you're We do a lot of stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even out on a farm. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff going on. So I think that's really, really important. So what that lav mic is going to do is it's going to primarily just pick up the speaker's voice. Yep. So you may have a little bit of that um, kind of ambient sound in the background, but it's going to be so faint that it's not going to be a distraction, whereas an iPhone or just any smartphone is going to be picking up all of that, and it is going to be a distraction. So think, be thinking of those things. And also, um, be mindful if you do get a corded uh, lav mic, hide the cord, please. And if you if you have any necklaces, like Diane, you're wearing a necklace right now, make sure it's not tapping or banging that. against the or lav long mic. Hair. That's yeah. the other thing that I see happen a lot. But the cord thing drives me crazy. The cord should be underneath whoever's shirt underneath the dress just put it underneath bring it out the top and put it wherever it is that you're going to put it but please don't have that cord hanging down like <laughs> umbilical cord <laughs> right <laughs> oh my god i hate that um it just it looks messy and people are looking at the cord i'm telling you right whatever you're saying is being muddied by them thinking what is that oh is that my cord I mean, that whole conversation is going on and, and you're trying to break through the conversations that are going on in our brains as you're communicating with people. So don't give them something to talk about that looks messy and messy. That's just no excuses here either. These uh these mics are twenty bucks. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And Look we're it not up on Amazon. <laughs> They're not expensive and they make a world of a difference. Now the downside here is the editing process. Diane, I mean, you can edit on your phone. I can edit on my phone, but it's not its not like a traditional sense. It isn't, but you know what I find interesting is I have a lot of wildlife that, that walks by my windows. And I love to jump up and get pictures. <laughs> and sometimes it takes me a while if I'm on the video. Um, and I will say that lots of times I think I'm videoing when I'm not. Um, so the double punch. Or, or you're yeah. running through the house, or you yeah. you. I, mean, I, I got this great shot, and I look, and it didn't record. But anyway, um, so but as I'm, you know, the animals are moving. So many times, I will just shoot pretty raw, and then just go into that edit function and trim to the part that really is well shot. Number one, because I don't want people to know how bad I shot it to start with. Um, But also the most engaging part of that video. So it's worth taking the time to trim both sides and pull out. And remember, shorter is better. I mean, nobody wants to see three minutes of video of a deer walking through your yard. That's really boring. But if the deer comes and then her babies come and they eat just a little bit and then they move on, oh, that's perfect. So that's what you want to think about is trimming on both sides. And you can do really basic editing right in your phone. And I think here when you're looking at maybe taking this two-star approach, it's really similar uh, to the platforms you're going to use on social media. You're looking at the Facebook story function, the Instagram story function. You might be getting to the level where you could post a standalone video on Facebook. And if you've already shot it, you know, why not put it on Twitter, even though you're probably not going to get too, too much engagement from it. But if it's well done, kind of two-star video, you will get engagement on Facebook. And we all know the Facebook algorithms love engagement. So the more you get, um, the more it's going to kind of pop up in other people's feeds, even if it's a few hours old or maybe a couple of days old as well. So we'll have some value there. LinkedIn, I think we're kind of in the same boat as Sarah explained um, during our first topic. And TikTok, this is a pretty good uh, technique for TikTok as well. Sarah, I love that you pointed out the light because a lot of Instagram influencers 
use products just like those to promote, Absolutely. you know, whatever product it is or whoever they're working with um, for their Instagram posts and their stories. So I, I think we're spot on for Instagram here too. Well, and you see a lot of people using these um, these things and and talking about it right now. I, there was a New York Times article recently um, that, that that with Tom Ford, and he taught he was the one who taught me that trick on you know bouncing the light with your mm-hmm. your desk lamp. So I think all of us are thinking about this right now. Now, if you wanted to produce two star video for LinkedIn, mm-hmm. I think a reasonable way to go about it would be to be really um, organized, thoughtful, have a good, clear business focused message and then sit down at your laptop in a quiet room, you know, where you uh, have a chance to think about your topic, maybe record it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But you've got nice lighting. You've mm-hmm. got good, quiet, clean sound. You've got a really focused topic that you want to cover. And that would be a great way to um, shoot two-star video that was destined for LinkedIn. So don't think that you can't do it. Just be, again, really thoughtful about the professionalism of that video before you just take it and sort of slap it up on LinkedIn. Now, every week we like to tackle a new PR topic. Lots of challenges, especially in 2020 in the public relations world. So next week, we're going to be talking about how you can rebuild your trust bucket and or refill your trust bucket, excuse me, following a crisis, because it's so important that when something happens, that you're able to rebuild that trust with your audience or your consumers, your customers, uh, after something bad happens. And we're going to explain some strategies and our expertise and what we've done in the past and what we continue to see with trends in the future and the best ways to go about that. It's a very timely topic. Um, yeah, no everything that's going on right now, you may have had a crisis you had nothing to do with. Absolutely mm-hmm. nothing to do with it. You just had, your business was in the wrong place and, and not that your business was any place than normal. All of a sudden, the where you normally are became the wrong place to be. Um, somebody that is associated with you may have said something that was taken the wrong way. Um, this is not something that you def- that, that you caused the problem. Um, although you may have caused the problem, but the reality is that understanding the trust bucket, understanding how trust impacts your reputation and how it impacts whether or not your customers, your clients are going to come back to you and how they're going to view you, what their perception is of you is incredibly important, uh, especially now. I think it's it's always been important, but man, I think it's hugely important now. So that's what we're really going to talk about next week. And we're, we'll hope you join us. Yeah. So 1232, you guys, we're, we're close to on time. So now we're getting into three-star production. Um, and this is where things get a little bit more planned out, a slightly more expensive. Um, but this is, you're now on the cusp of the quality of video that can be used just about anywhere. You could edit it into a larger, longer video that that uh, ends up on your website. You might potentially uh, end up shooting video that if you issue to the news media because they can't get there, they might consider using it. Um, But you have upgraded um, your tools so that your lighting and your sound are now that, you know, couple of notches above what everybody else is grabbing on their cell phones. And you're... um, you're getting used to those, you use those all the time, but now we're gonna talk about some of the finer points, which um, oddly for video is keeping still, not moving. (laughs) Keeping (laughs) steady is so very, very important um, when you're shooting your video. Um, And the shaky ones, just, they're not acceptable anymore. So Sarah, you wanna do your best Vanna White and show our gimbal? I have a couple of things, but now I get to get it in the right frame again. But this is a gimbal, and this is just the kind of thing I, I have to take my phone out of the um, out of the out case, of the case. To get it, yeah, to get it in here. But your phone just goes in here, and um, what it allows you to do because this handle is heavy, and you can start and stop your video with the handle. Um, you put your phone in, and it is um, you know how uh, what's the what's the word Jordan for the Steadicam. Mm-hmm. Like in the movies, yep. you know, when you're like running next to a guy and you know that that cameraman is running, but it's not that bouncy, crazy video. It, this is kind of like a consumer 
uh, level steady cam. So it's gyroscopically um, taking that shake or that movement out of your video. And you can, you can, you know, pan left, you can pan right, you can look up, you can look down. So I have seen this with one of our friends who's a, a real estate agent use this. And it, those are about a hundred bucks, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, and he uses that when he's walking through his houses and doing tours. And it just looks so nice. It's just that extra level of production. And it's, again, one of those things that you don't notice. You don't know why that video looks so good. But it just takes it up and it makes that house look great. It makes him look great. It just makes it feel like um, a little bit nicer experience and you don't even know why. Diane, so, uh, I, I want to put you on the spot. Uh-oh. Uh, I want to put you on the spot. You're a former news director. How many times have you poo-pooed shaky video from one of your reporters coming back into the station? Ooh. Or was it drilled into their heads that's not acceptable so it never even had the potential of making it? No, it's not, it's not acceptable. But what... Uh, the other thing that's fascinating to me is that I was a news director a long time ago. Um, <laughs> people bringing us video, um, we had to know exactly who they were, what they were shooting. I mean, yeah. there was all this. Now you can just send your video in. Anybody can send their video in, but they're still going to look at the quality of the video. Um, and especially um, the, the amount of video that we now provide for from our clients to the news media is huge and they use it all the time. One of the reasons I think they use it is because it's well shot um, and it's going, the colors are going to be right. The lighting is going to be right. We're going to shoot exactly what they need. Um, you know, there's three shots, a close up, a medium shot and a wide shot so that if they're editing, they can use it for editing. There's all those little things that make the media think, oh, I can, I can really use this. There've been so many people in the media who've been let go. And um, and the, the the number of people in the media has shrunk dramatically. So they're now really accepting video. So this is a great opportunity for you to be able to tell your story um, and and provide them with video uh, when they're when they're talking about their story, which also is going to make the story have much more impact. I agree. I I totally agree. The more ways that you can kind of expand your creative, um, your creativity. Okay. Uh, and when it comes to, you know, producing these videos for your social media or just covering something that, you know, uh, news media may not have time to send somebody to, if you can do it right with the right equipment, they're going to run it because, you know, they'll love the content if it's good. But, you know, iPhone's great. Gimbal's great, too. Oop, out of frame. Oop, there we go. <laughs> it's that opposite stream yard thing again. <laughs> <laughs> so but, like it's like talking in a mirror it's very i odd. know i should be used to this on a green screen i guess i've been off too long yeah. <laughs> um but we also use gopros at mnc and I, I i grabbed the camera bag here because we keep everything together so you're out of frame scoop there, them up. there we go yeah I, I had to lean over and grab them but these little we guys be editing that out if we were editing this <laughs> take a look this is our GoPro, uh, GoPros. Hero 7. and We have used these, I just want to point out, um, in a construction zone. So Urban Putt downtown in, in Denver has that, um, the trolley, the old trolley, if anybody remembers that. They moved it from the one side. Company. If you say the, the old spaghetti company, those people in Denver will know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah old spaghetti factory. And they moved it from one side of the room to the other, and there were probably 437 uh, columns in between that they had to move this thing around. So it was a three-day uh, three deal. And we took that GoPro down and we strapped it to one of those columns in a construction zone and went down and turned it off and turned it on and turned it off and turned it on and made sure it had a battery. And I'll tell you what, that video got used so many times. We've strapped them to the beams of, um, there was a beam signing ceremony where they take the, the, the last beam going on in this 23 story hotel and they pull it up and they fly it up and they put it on top. Well, we strapped a GoPro to that beam. And so we have this great shot of the surrounding area. How did you get the GoPro down? Uh, we had to actually, we organized that ahead of time. And it was the, it was the, 
It was a construction supervisor. Yeah, he didn't make them bring the beam all the way down again. <laughs> no, no, no. But he went up. He went up the construction elevator, and we sent one up the construction elevator because it's on the outside of the building. And so we strapped one. So he went up, and the the GoPro went up. He got the GoPro, and then it came back down. So it just gives you that point of view of some interesting, kooky, different angle that um, is really fascinating. And that those shots, guys, have been used over and over and over again. If you can be creative, if you can move the stairs with the angles of what you're shooting and you're not just providing that static shot or that we don't want it to be shaky and we want, you know, every shot should be about six seconds at least so that they can be edited. But the bottom line is that that unique shot is something that they'll really use because people go, oh, that's cool. And one of the, another tool that we have is a 360 camera. Um, mm -hmm. And that we can take the 360 camera, what we have actually goes right on your cell phone, or it can go on this selfie stick, which when Sarah and Jordan are not <laughs> Anyway, um, the, the, um, the 360 camera, we have um, on our casino resort spa is going to be opening. Um, once we're in there and we can show the rooms, what a cool way to be able to provide video um, of everything that's around because it's a huge area. So this way you can walk through. It has an automatic stabilizer inside of it. Um, it has audio with it, although I would probably try to figure out how to, to put a mic into it as well. But walking through the casino, walking through the new hotel, what a cool thing. Or let's say you had... Um, for yourself, you're going skiing to be able to have something like that where you can hold it up and show family and friends. The other thing I think is interesting is in um, I'm going to be doing it in my house um, for insurance purposes to, to use it that way. But also in a time when we're not doing a lot of traveling to see family and friends, to be able to show them where you live. How do you get home? What's the drive like? Do you have a beautiful drive? What does your garden look like? Your deck with all the flowers and the hummingbirds and the, right. And of course, all this video is perfect for Facebook too, when you think about that, because it's a wonderful way for people to see things from a different angle that's just really fascinating, as well as whatever the shot is itself. So I really like that. I think that's something else. So um, what else do we have coming up? What else is really big here, Sarah? Editing, editing. So this is where you are. We are moving away from the the quick little trim, which is basically all you can do on your on your um, right. smartphone. And at the very least, <clears throat> you're going to use the editing software that comes natively with with your um, computer. So Jordan and I work on on uh, Macs. So those come automatically loaded with iMovie. And it's, you know, it's not super powerful, but I'll tell you what, uh, it does a really serviceable job. You can put a little title in it. You can put a little um, lower third if you want to, you know, um, Diane Mulligan, CEO and founder. Um, you know, you can just zazz it up that little bit. You can clean it up. Um, you can take different, um, say you have a long interview and it's, you know, 20 minutes, but there's a lot of ums and ahs and stops and starts and, oh, let me rephrase. Well, that is really easy to trim that down into something that works in maybe two minutes instead of 20. Right. So this is where you get really familiar with the editing tools that come that are really inexpensive. We're not talking a subscription, you know, we're not talking Premiere or Avid or, or you know, Final Cut or anything like that. Uh, anything that comes on your computer uh, will work just fine, but you're going to learn how to use it and you're going to get really, really good at it. And this is where you kind of cut your teeth on the kids, you know, soccer videos and the dog running in the yard and, you know, all of that stuff and use that to practice and get good enough that you feel like, okay, you know what, I'm, I can take this and I can edit video that I'm going to feel really comfortable with um, showing off my business or, you know, my, my profession. Yep, absolutely. And when you're putting these videos, kind of these three-star videos, you're starting to look at social media. Um, to me, what really jumps out are Facebook, Twitter, believe it or not, and Instagram. Now, Facebook is kind of a given. That's where the majority for probably most businesses, your uh, B2C is going to be. Um, as you're promoting your product, that's where your customers want to see an engaging video 
uh, with a powerful message that they can click, they can like, they can share. Maybe you're showcasing a new product. It's got to be well shot. So you're right here kind of in that three-star approach. Now with Twitter, now you're getting into a realm where you can put that video on Twitter. And if you run it as an ad, this is where you're going to start to get engagement because I see ads on Twitter all the time. And if they're compelling enough, I'll stop and I'll watch. Now, most of the time it's like a movie trailer. <laughs> so that's just me. But um, if you have a product that or a video that's compelling enough that you think people are going to stop their scrolling and watch it for a few seconds, Twitter is not a bad spot to put it. Now, Instagram here, this is where it gets really, really interesting. And I, I get to use my uh, <laughs> my old favorite Starbucks as my go-to, even though I've got some uh, Dunkin' in my mug right now. Um, when you're looking at Instagram, if you go to your homepage, you'll notice that underneath the uh, little spot here, you see those little circles? I know it's kind of tough to see, but with Starbucks, it says we're open social impact, Zodiac. Those are all categories that you can segment your videos into. Now be very careful when you do this because the Instagram algorithms will ding you if these videos aren't compelling. So if they're not getting views, it's going to hurt your overall page. But if you're running a specific campaign, a social media campaign, that would be something really neat to take these high quality videos and stash them under those little category things so that they're not just used once kind of one and done in your story. They're going to live there for as long as you allow them to live there. Absolutely. I think that that's a great idea. And, and also knowing how the algorithms are looking at what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So you have to have quality in there um, for them to be able to, uh, to say this is a cool page um, and right. to start serving it up. That's really important. So congratulations. Are you ready for four Made stars? <laughs> We're not talking about, okay, J Jordan wrote this Avengers Endgame. <laughs> uh, I have to say I have seen Avengers Endgame. See, who has it at, at this least, point? At least 20 times because my husband loves it. But anyway, that's not exactly <laughs> The level that four star is, that's more like 10 star. But that's anyway, 60 hours of your life you're never getting back. Oh, I have so many <laughs> hours of my life I'm not getting back, but that's okay. Anyway, we will move on. <laughs> so, and we don't expect you to work on, you know, a $356 million budget. What I like to do is, at MNC is I like to buy something, really learn how to use it. Make sure that it's helping us make more money and then I buy the next thing. And that's how, now, if it's one of those little lights that Sarah tells me about, shoot, absolutely, put that on the credit yeah. card, not a big deal, right? That's, yeah. that's something. But when you're talking a 360 camera, when you're talking the type of things that we're going to talk about now, uh, even though we're from news, we did not buy these until these products we're going to talk about next um, because these tools are a serious investment. But what I will say to you is that when you buy the tool, think about how the tool can add to your bottom line profit. Not only how will it in increase your brand and increase the quality of what's going out, but what can you do with it that will make you money? So think about it that way. At least that's how I think about things when you buy them is how's it going to do that. So um, when you're rolling out the red carpet, I want you to think about the equipment and tools you have. And maybe sometimes you want to rent them. That's another thing to do. You don't have to buy them. There's mm -hmm. plenty of places that you can rent them. So that's a, that's another option. Um, are you shooting with a professional camera? Are you using a wireless microphone? Um, these are things that can make a big difference. So Jordan, let's talk a little bit about some of the tools we use when we're when we are doing some serious four-star production. Or I would also say we use these when we're doing a consistent production. Like we're doing an on-camera vlog with a client every week. We're going to use these types of tools because we're going to shoot it in a beautiful way. We're going to edit it down and then we're going to put it out. So Jordan, the yeah. floor is yours. The floor is mine. Well, on the floor right now, currently, not on the floor, in the camera bag. That would be bad. Oh, we got a little nervous there, didn't we? I saw that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I needed to make sure that I was <laughs> clear about where our puppy that loves to chew things. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, I know. This stays well Arthur. out of his way. <laughs> I think he's under my feet right now. One of them is. No, it's Robbie. It's the other one. <laughs> but this is our Sony XD cam. Um, it's lightweight, 
small, works well. Um, I'm learning how to use it more and more each and every day. Uh, Diane, when you got this, um, <clears throat> I think when I started using it, I, I didn't really know a ton about it. But the more you use it, the more you learn how to use it, the, the features, the functionality, uh, it, it's an investment. It really is. And it's a great camera. It shoots 1080. Um, and we take this thing about everywhere we go, especially when we're out visiting clients, because you never know when you, you know, don't want to be using this because you have this at your disposal, <laughs> right? Absolutely. So in addition to that, we have our, <clears throat> our lav mics, which we keep in this uh, bag safely here. So nothing. Wireless lav mics. I want to Exactly. Yeah. So this is, this is the difference. This is this next level up and a bit of an investment. But these are the mics that you see on the news where the, you know, the right. weather guy has one hooked to his belt. So he's mm -hmm. not hooked to a wire um, with only, you know, 10 feet to move around the studio. So this, Jordan, when you were shooting um, recently for a client, a beautiful, beautiful sculpture tour, um, this allowed you to put a mic on the sculptors and then they could talk about their sculpture, talk about their studio, move around a little bit um, and still get good, clean sound from them. Yeah, it's pretty easy. I mean, they they come with these little receivers and all you have to do is uh, program the frequency so that it matches the frequency on the microphone, which looks like this here. And actually, if you have a camera like we do here, they have a couple of different audio ports on them. And actually, I've got the other little piece that goes with it. This little, as Sarah would call it, a duber. A duber. A duber. Um, so this little guy here actually sits on top of the camera. And if I flip open this little plastic case, it lets you adjust uh, all of the different audio sounds in the input. So if I wanted to have somebody mic'd up, um, and still capture not only their mic, but kind of the ambient sound around them, uh, which is always a good thing to do, by the way. Um, so I just want to point out that this is the this is your decision point, because Jordan, you know how to use all this stuff. I yeah. can kind of ham fist a little bit of it, but <clears throat> I like to watch you guys use it. <laughs> right. So this is the point at which you have to decide: Am I going to spend the money? Am I going to use it? Right. Am I going to invest the time as well as the money in these professional level um, tools? Or, you know, if this is not something that I'm going to be using day in and day out as we do, is this something that my PR company might be able to do? Is mm -hmm. this something that would be better for me to hire in um, and have done professionally? So you're at this, uh, you know, at four star, you're starting to hit a decision point in terms of the investment of time and money. And we've done all of the above. Um, right. we, we've shot stuff in-house. We've had people come in, some freelancers come in and help us with stuff too. Um, and I think that's a really great point, Sarah, because you can have all the equipment in the world, but if you, A, you don't know how to use it and B, the project is, you know, kind of beyond your scope of just a one man band kind of thing. Um, or beyond your time. Right. Yeah. That all of us have a certain amount of time. And when you're doing right. a four-star production, you know, the reality is that it's going to be days or weeks that you're going to be working on this production. Do you mm -hmm. have the time to do that? Or is that taking you away from something else in your business that would be better served by you outsourcing? this? Uh, but nope. I will say, you know, <laughs> I could do the camera. Um, we also have the light kit, Jordan, which you haven't talked about yet, but we have a professional light kit, which is super easy to use um, yeah. and makes all the difference in the world because um, you can use the craziest stuff to put shadows on walls behind. I mean, just give some texture and depth to whoever you're shooting, especially many times, you know, you are shooting in a place you never want to have like the blank wall behind you. Mm. You just don't want to shoot somebody in front of that. Um, but if you're if if you want to get a message out or you're shooting for your boss to get a message out, you need to think about what that is behind. You know, um, a broiler, the top of a broiler pan and a light kit can make the background just look phenomenal, right, Sarah? I mean, we've done that in hotel rooms how many times? I used, yeah, I have used a house plant. Yep. Which I <laughs> not even kidding. We set it right in front of the light so you couldn't tell that it was a house plant. 
and it just it you know splashed a little dappledy light on this horrible like mauve you know door. <laughs> Oh, it was no, no bueno, as my boy would say. So, you know, you can, if you have a little bit of creativity, a little bit of an eye and a houseplant, it's amazing what you can do to really make that, uh, yeah, make that production look great. But you do need that, that light kit with the three lights that come in it and the, the little light umbrellas that go on. And again, five minutes to set up, five minutes to take down. Um, you get it in a case with rollers on it, easy to travel with. I mean, we, we travel with all the stuff that we're showing right now. So, <laughs> And um, you will see when the guys come in, the freelancer guys, lots of times they have a cart because they have so many things. But if right. you have a good camera, a good light kit, and a good set of wireless mics, you are set. That's really all you need to do a four-star production. Would you guys agree? Yeah, and oh, to I your, think that's absolutely true. To your earlier point, Diane, tripod too. Um, steady oh, video is oh just gosh, unacceptable. Huge. Yeah, you were saying that. The, you the, I wasn't going to pull out the light kit and the tripod today because right. the, the camera is enough here with my office area. But um, the tripod, steady shots, most of them, if not all of them, I think all of them now come standard. They have a little bubble level in them. So you can right. tell not only that your shot will be level, but it's also going to be steady too. It's just huge, especially if you're shooting. And I, what I would say, being an old news director, is... Um, there was a time when they said, don't use tripods whatsoever. Well, that went away pretty quickly. Because even the professionals that are out there shooting every day, you need the tripod too. And if you're not a professional, just shooting off your shoulders, oh, it's not good. Pounds. And so there was like a certain amount of that weight just kept the, yeah. you know, the wiggle down. But now these teeny tiny cameras right. that mm -hmm. are what? What is that camera of yours, Jordan? Like two pounds? Yeah, exactly. If that. I mean, yeah. you're just, you know, any any slight movement is going to be a mess. So I think um, the tripod is a non-negotiable must-have. Absolutely. And I would buy the lightest one I could find. I don't have to spend <laughs> a lot of money on them. But if you're already carrying, and if you can get one that really telescopes down, that you can just put in your camera bag, um, I would put another bag around it so that nothing gets ruined. But I put as much as I could in the, in the one bag because your light kit is going to be a bag in and of itself. That's just the way it's going to be. So you want to make sure that it's compact so that you can move. And also so it's not such a pain to, to carry around. I think all that is really, really important. So well, um, I and have also to say make sure, I'm sorry, but you have to make sure your batteries are charged. Oh. Um, this is, uh, we have a rule the night before we're doing any shooting we go through everything and everything gets charged the night before. So we know we've got extras, everything's charged, we're going to be okay. Because <laughs> that's huge. If you go, you have all this stuff, you go out somewhere, you're going to shoot for yourself or you're going to shoot for a friend mm -hmm. and you open it up and you have 10%. It's first off, it's so frustrating, <laughs> but it can also make the difference in, um, in, in what you get and in how your career goes. Just saying. But so right. charge, you know, make that a night before. It's kind of like brushing your teeth. It's one of those things yeah. you just have to make a habit. But the night before, I'm going to think about the shoot and I'm going to charge it. And I just want to say, you know, we have traveled. This sounds like so much stuff. But I'll tell you what, we have traveled time and time and time again with this gear. We've got, and we're down to two bags. We have a camera bag and we have the light bag with the lights and everything else. Everything so, else yeah, it's not some astronomical uh, amount of gear, but what it allows us to do is be ready to shoot professional looking video anywhere, anytime, no matter what the setup is, no matter you know what background we have, no matter how big the room is, no matter what's going on, no matter how many people we have, you know, we're able to um, roll in with our, you know, camera bag over the shoulder and the, the rolling bag with everything else and make it happen in about, I mean, what's our, what's our record setup time? Maybe 15, 20 minutes? Oh, 15 <laughs> minutes, absolutely. 15 minutes. And our breakdown time is even faster. It's um, even faster because <laughs> we're going home. Like a NASCAR pit crew. We're, we're done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is like a NASCAR pit crew. Everybody has their sessions. 
Anyway, I'm so glad you guys um, joined us today. Remember when you are shooting video for social media, put a little bit of thought into it. With as little as $20, you can take yourself to the next level. For the four star, and that would be in the one star. But if you want to go to four star, you're going to spend $800 to $1,000 um, on the on the tools that you need if you're going for the big. But there's a lot of in between and there's a lot of hacks. And think about what's the level that you really have to go to. And then as you're buying each one of the tools, really learn that tool. Use it to its greatest ability. Think how it can make money for you. Think it how it can build your brand. Those are all huge things. And move the st move the stairs when you do your social media video. Thanks so much. We hope you have a fabulous weekend.